We begin Simon Reish Mem Hey Yisrael of any Yehudi Shutofen Eich Yisnagu B'Shabbos. When you have a partnership with a Jew and a non-Jew, they own a business together. How does that work on Shabbos? And this will be a re- very relevant Simon to uh, the issue of owning a business and uh, creating a Star Shabbos. Are there ways around it? Are there leniencies to keep the business open on Shabbos? What kind of deals can the Jewish store owner make, if any? Um, to allow the business to keep on functioning. Uh, we'll take a look here at the Machaber. The uh, Machlokis, the Machaber, and the Ramah is actually a Machlokis, the Rambam, and the Rush. Uh, the uh, Machaber is holding like the Rambam. We'll see is somewhat more Machmir. And the Ramah is going like the Rush, who is more Mekel. Today we will, Amit Hashem, do the Machaber, and tomorrow we'll do the Ramah. Says the Mechaber, Yisrael ve'en Yehudi sh'yesh lehem soda o tanur or merchatz or rechaim shamayim b'shutafus. If you have a Jew and a non-Jew who have a field or an oven or a merchatz, a bathhouse, or a mill of water, and they own it b'shutafus as partners, meaning to say this is something they make money from, they're making money from the field, or from renting out the oven, or from having people pay to use the bathhouse or the rechaim, or their partners in a store, and they do business together. If they made the stipulation in the beginning, when they joined together to start this business, that the money that's made on Shabbos will go to the non-Jew, im ma'at of im harbei, whether it's a little bit or a lot, uschar yom echad keneged yom Shabbos liyisrael levado, and the entire schar of another day of the week, call it Tuesday, that will go to the Jew. So it should be somewhat even. If they made that stipulation in the beginning, then mutar, it is totally permissible to allow the business to stay open on Shabbos, and have the non-Jew be working the store and be getting all the profits. If they never made this condition in the beginning, So here the Mechaber passes like the Rambam, if they never made the stipulation and now they're sitting down to go over the, uh, the money earned, so right off the bat, the non-Jew will get the schar that was made on Shabbos. Any dollar brought in on Shabbos will go straight to the non-Jew. And then all of the schar for the other six days of the week, they'll split evenly. So without any prior stipulation, the non-Jew is getting everything made on Shabbos, and then they're splitting equally the uh, rest of the six days of the week. The Mechaber continues, V'im Shabbos yadua. If you can't figure out exactly how much money came in on Shabbos, So then you look at all of the revenue, and right off the bat the non-Jew will take one-seventh, and that represents all the money that was made on Shabbos, and the rest they'll split evenly. And that's the Mechaber. Let us take a look here at the Hagdama of the Mishnah Bura, where he gives us some of the background. He says, Da. A heter gomer hu beim Yisrael yeshlo eze esek o belocha b'shutfus imeni hudi sheyitnu midchila kodem shalokhin hashutfus. You could do this beheter gomer in a totally permissible way. 
that in the very beginning when a Jew and Andrew go into business together and they're establishing their partnership, you make the following condition. You work on Shabbos, that's your responsibility, and take everything you make there, regardless of how much it is. And I, the Jew, I'll work one day of the week. Tuesday will be the day I'm totally responsible for, and then I'll get all the profits for Tuesday. And therefore, the time of splitting up the, the revenue, the non-Jew will take everything made on Shabbos, and the Jew will take everything made on Tuesday. But if they never had this prior condition, and now when they're splitting up the money, he says to his non-Jewish partner, You take all the money made on Shabbos, I'll take all the money that was made on Tuesday. So, That is for sure Aser. Why is that a problem? So the rationale seems to be that since there is never this condition that was made, that Shabbos is your responsibility, and I'm taking on Tuesday, so it's always viewed as all the work being done in the, in the store, anything being sold, it's being sold on behalf of both of us. So if you're working in the store on Shabbos, we would view it as you're working for me as well. And that's a direct violation of Amir Lakum. So that's Vada Aser when there's no prior stipulation. However, let's say there is no prior stipulation. And now we're dividing up the profit, and we want to split it totally 50-50. This is a question in the Gemara that was not answered. The Rambam is Machmir, and the Rush is Mekel. The Machaber Sosam Karambam, the Ramah Pasak Bahaga Karash, the Makum Hafsagadol, the Machaber Paskins like the Rambam, who's Machmir, and the Ramah Paskins like the Rush, that you could be Mekel, the Makum Hafsagadol. So we have really three cases here. Case number one is where everyone agrees if you have the stipulation in the beginning of the partnership, the non-Jew is taking all the Achrayas for Shabbos, and he takes every penny made on Shabbos, and I'm taking full responsibility for Tuesday, and therefore I'm making every dollar myself for Tuesday. That's totally 100% mutter. Case number two is, there was no prior stipulation, and now we want to divide it up retroactively to say all the money made on Shabbos goes to the non-Jew, and the money made on Tuesday goes to the Jew. That is Vaday Aser because we view it as the, the work the non-Jew was doing on Shabbos was bringing in revenue for everybody. Case number three is again where there is no prior condition made, but Bishas Chalukah, when we're dividing up the profits, we want to just split it 50-50. This is the question of the Gemara that was not answered. The Rambam feels that it's Aser, and the, uh, the Rush says that you're allowed to be Mekel, and that's how the Ramal Paskins. Let's say you have a case where originally they made the condition, you're responsible for Shabbos, I'm responsible for Tuesday. However, when it's time to divide the money, they say, you know what, instead of looking into how much was made on Shabbos and how much was made on Tuesday, let's just put it evenly. Then Zehu Mutter Afla Rambam, that would be Mutter even according to the Rambam, like we'll see in Sif Beis is as long as the condition was made beforehand, we don't view the non-Jew 
as the shliach of the Jew. Zehu ikrei hadinim shebesifim harishonim. These are the guiding principles for the first sifim. V'yeser pratim v'gam tameim yavaru l'kamei. We'll get more into the details and the rationale as we go along. Siv katan alev. Sado otaner. So we said the cases, the Jew and the non-Jew are partners in a field or in the oven or a merchatz or a chayim shalmayim. The reason why there's a need for making the stipulation. Otherwise, we would say, listen, as soon as they became partners, they were both taking on full responsibility for the business. And therefore, afterwards, if you were to tell the non-Jew, you know what, you take all the revach for Shabbos, and I'll take all the money that comes in on Tuesday. That's as if you're making him your poel, your worker, to work on Shabbos. It's as if you're saying to him, you work for me on Shabbos, and I'll work for you. And then we view him as your shliach. Accordingly, let's say your non-Jewish partner isn't doing anything. But rather, you have other non-Jewish workers come in, and they're working the oven. The Jewish partner can take his chalik of the money that was made, even if there is no prior condition. As long as he's not taking just the money that was made on Shabbos, but he's taking it together with income from other days to avoid Shabbos. And we're not concerned for Marasayan, where people might say he's working for the Jew. Because people know that it's it's a partnership with a non-Jew. So we have a case here which comes up very often. If you have a partnership between a Jew and a non-Jew, but they're not the ones who are actually working in the store, they're not the ones making the ice cream or, or selling the clothing, they're business partners, they own the, the operation. The people who are there actually working at the store, they're non-Jewish workers who are hired either by the day or by the year, whatever it may be. So in this case, there's no issue of your non-Jewish partner acting as your shliach. He's not the one working. And although we said earlier in Reish Mem Gimel that if there's a business owned by a Jew, he can't have a non-Jew working there at his store on Shabbos, um, that's only true when the business is owned by the Jew himself. Then we said, even if you were to make him a kablon and you were pay him for the job and not as a salary, there would still be an issue of marasayin. But in this case, where it's owned by both the Jew and non-Jew together, having these non-Jewish workers um, continuing to do the business in the store would be permissible. 
as long as the Jew himself is not taking Schar Shabbos uh, explicitly, meaning to say that he's taking the money made in Shabbos only together with uh, money from other days of the week. So we're avoiding uh, real Amir Lakum, we're avoiding Schar Shabbos, and we're avoiding Marasayan because people know that, that there's a part owner who's a non-Jew, so they're not going to assume that you hired them to work for you. Sivkat and base. If the condition was made initially, that once you make this condition in the beginning of the partnership, that makes it that the Jew has no responsibilities for Shabbos whatsoever, and therefore the Malacha done by the non Jew, he's not viewed as the Shliach for his Jewish partner. Sivkat and Gimel. She is Shabbos. The condition is that all money made on Shabbos goes to the non-Jew. So how does this work when it comes to a field and we're not dividing the profit, we're dividing the crops? So you would have to tell him as follows. All the, the sowing and the plowing you could do on Shabbos. And then you'll do the harvesting according to the work you put on in Shabbos. And I, or my agent, Emil Bechol, I'll work one day during the week. That'll be totally my responsibility. And then I'll take at the time of harvesting whatever is corresponding to the work that I put in. So that'd be a whole different system, but accomplishing the same idea, that the responsibility of Shabbos is in the Naju and the responsibility of a weekday is totally on the Jew. Sivkat and Dalid, Imaat, the Kevin de Ena Machashvin Zekineged Ze Little Bishova, because they're not arranging it in a way where they're going to divide everything equally, Imkein Em Shutafim Klal Biyom Shabbos Yom Echad, that makes it that Shabbos and that one day of the week, they're not viewed as partners at all. Through having this stipulation at the beginning of their Shutfis, it makes it as if rak bishar hayamim, only five days of the week are they actually partners. But Shabbos, it belongs fully to the non-Jew, and Tuesday, it belongs fully to the Jew. And this is coming to exclude the case where the initial deal was that once we divide the money, we'll just split everything equally. That does not work. Because if that was the initial plan to divide everything equally, then we would view the malacha of the non-Jew as a mere la'akum. Let's say they made the initial deal in the proper way, making the non-Jew fully responsible for Shabbos, but now they're dividing things up, and you say, Hey, one second. The earnings on Saturday were three times as much as the earnings on Tuesday. Let us split the rest. That it could come out equally. So that wasn't the initial plan, but now we're realizing that you'd be making a lot more than I am. Now can we decide to split things 50-50? So that's the Mugan of Ram. Live so kadas arrived The Magan of Ram, like the Ravid, was Machmir. Mishum de Igle Muslim Afreya da Tanai de Mikara Harama Baal Mahava. 
Because that reveals to us the initial condition was only a game, you didn't really mean it. The fact you're dividing it equally now means the initial stipulation wasn't real. The Yesh Mekilim others are Mekel here, Kevin Shehisnu Mekara, since there was a valid Tanai. How do we pass? It is not so simple. But making the classic arrangement at the beginning of the Shudfus, that is Mutter. Let's say it's really hard to determine how much money was brought in on Saturday and how much was brought in on Tuesday like in the case of a store, where it's very hard to keep track, then then they would be um, permitted to split everything equally. If they never made this condition, the Mechaber is talking about Stam case where there is no condition whatsoever. Even if he never said that you work on Shabbos and I'll work during the week, and even at the time of dividing up the money, there was no mention of you, the non-Jew, taking the uh, income for Shabbos. There is no conversation, there is no mention of Shabbos. They just want to divide things equally and there is never any condition beforehand. This is the Rambam's opinion that it is also to do so. Because there is no agreement before the partnership. We'll continue tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem, with the Ramah, and we'll see Sivkat and Ches.